Yo, 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 welcome to the Make It Rain podcast. Here we are on episode 24. We got the NBA Finals recap 2.0. I got my boy with me, Nesta Dudley, in the building. What's up, D-Train? What's good? How you doing? (laughs) Doing all good. Everybody (laughs) is doing good, but we're not doing as well as your fellow Torontonians are doing. Oh, they they turning up right now. Yeah. I don't know if you see Kawhi. Kawhi smoking a cigar. Oh. He's drinking. Oh, he's living life. He, he he's actually talking. He's actually talking. <laughs> he did the uh he did his laugher. <laughs> I saw in the parade he he did he didn't exaggerate it. Ha ha. <laughs> oh, it was funny. It was funny. What a huge what a huge parade. I mean, you have to give it up to the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. They Saw the bully. They went and they just went straight up and punched the bully right in the mouth. Yeah. Well, today we are going to talk about the NBA Finals. Before we start, I have to, you know, I I, I said Warriors in, in, in six. And, you know, I was wrong. But, you know, Katie didn't play. So, you know, but I, as I you know, t- injuries are a part of the game. Injuries are a part of the injuries game. Injuries are a part of the game. Yeah. And. Can't nobody blame you for picking the the Warriors Warriors in six. Nope. I myself thought that it was going to be a Warriors and a gentleman's sweep. I thought that Toronto would get one, Mm -hmm. assuming that KD came back, only because it would have taken, my opinion, it would have taken the Warriors one game to get readjusted to KD, plus KD missed all those games. You got There's a certain amount of rust that you knock off. So you do not have to apologize for picking the Warriors in six. However, you should apologize for podcast number 20 because you got them all wrong. You still have not gone on the record and apologize for podcast number 20. So I'm sitting here right now, and your streamers are sitting here right now. Why don't you do the right thing and just apologize for podcast number 20 before before we go on, I was wrong. <laughs> That's no apology. We all, we, we all know you were wrong. <laughs> I, was, I was wrong. I t- what was that? I took the Celtics. I took the Celtics against Milwaukee. I took Philadelphia against uh, Toronto. I took. You took Denver. I took. I originally have Portland, but then I. But you took to Denver. Denver. You went on the record. You took Denver. I took Denver. So you, okay. so you got the Warriors right, but the Warriors that was a no brainer. So you get no credit for that. <laughs> no credit for that. I get no credit. Hey, maybe next year, you know, Stephen A. Smith gets his prediction wrong, so I'm allowed to get my prediction wrong. You know. Well, thankful. Thank you for doing the right thing. I apologize for podcast up twenty. All right. <laughs> Let's get started with the NBA Finals. Uh, but before I talk about the NBA Finals, you know, I just want to hear your thoughts on the Finals overall before we, you know, go and dissect. The Finals overall was enjoyable. You mm-hmm. got six basketball games. Yep. Unlike last year's Finals when J.R. Jerk <laughs> ruined the Finals, unlike last year's Finals, the thing about Toronto team, and we're going to get into this as this podcast, is that that entire team showed up. It was a team effort. They didn't show up and and want to watch Kawhi do all the work. So they didn't no. show up to watch the game. They showed up and played the game. They showed up when it mattered, when it mattered first. Because in, in the first two playoff series, you know, it was Kawhi, Kawhi putting up 30, 30, you know, 40 a game. But, you know, when he turned— 
turned around in Milwaukee, especially for Fred Van Vliet when he got that baby. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet had 14 points in the entire series against Milwaukee. 14 points. That's only yeah. 14 points more than me and you combined mm. in a series. Yeah. But, yes, when he welcomed little baby Van Fleet, he yeah. just went off. He went off. So, I mean, my thoughts of the finals was uh, I thought I thought it was a great finals. I mean, I, under, I may have, you know, well, I, when I knew KD wasn't playing, I, I always thought KD was coming back. So if KD did not come back, I was like, Toronto got this. So, and, you know, that's what happened. I mean, you wish that, you know, it was full strength versus full strength. But like you said earlier, injuries are a part of, you know, it's a part of a part of life. You know, things happen. So. Now, you predicted Warriors, but is that the team that you wanted to win? Oh, no, I wanted the Raptors to win. Okay, yeah, you because, that, me, because that is your home team. I, I, I'm not a fan of the Golden State Warriors. They've been, you know. They've been dominating for too long, you know, KD. You're only a fan of the Warriors when they go up against the King because no, you're, su- no, because no, you're no. such a King hater, right? The second biggest no. King hater I know. So you're a fan of the Warriors when they go up against the King. Cleveland fa- and the King, I was right? only a fan of the Warriors that first time they won in 2015. And, and, and then you have, to, you have to remember, we talked in 2015. You didn't want them to win. I did want the Warriors. You to did win. not. Oh, I'm talking about the Cleveland. You say you that you. I were, didn't want Cleveland to win. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You never wanted Cleveland to win. No, not until they got KD. Then I wanted them to win. So when the Warriors got KD, you wanted Cleveland to win. Yeah, because the Warriors are stacked and, up. Yeah, you could sit there with a straight face and tell me that fable. I remember you back then. You're such a king hater. But you know what? Let's not talk about the king. Let's talk about, I don't mean to dominate. We'll talk about the king I don't, later. I don't mean to dominate your podcast, brother. You the, just go the, on the your king, podcast. The king recently got some help, as my man Skip Bayless would say. He, he did. But we'll, we'll get into that. But, but yeah, this finals was just just so much more enjoyable than last year's finals. Last year's finals was was really boring. It was I, really boring. I mean, it was just LeBron James all by himself. You know he could he couldn't he couldn't find help. He <laughs> might as well put me on the court. I would have done something. You know, like man, Jr. with his Hennessy. You know, like yeah, uh, Kevin Love. Kevin Love was high. Love was high. did what he was supposed to do. I remember you said that in episode one. Yeah, Love <laughs> did what he was supposed to do. It George was, Hill, though, what it, happened to George Hill? It, it, it was everybody else. And then you got you got the George Hills and those other ones that this year in the playoffs that they actually George produced. George actually showed up. They actually the produced with, And for Rodney their, Hood, too. For their team. Rodney Hood, that's the other person I was trying to think of, you know. Yeah. But I'd rather not talk about those losers. Let's celebrate the champions. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations to Toronto, I must say. I did not foresee this because I don't know if you, you – you listened to my podcast, so you know I had a conspiracy theory going about Canada, you know, on how I thought the, you know, the NBA, there wouldn't be an NBA championship in Canada, and I didn't think the Toronto Raptors would make an NBA finals. But they proved me wrong, so props to them. Well, during, the, during these finals, you did find out that the very first NBA game was played in Toronto. Yes, it was. And Naismith, the inventor of basketball, mm-hmm. is a Canadian. I did not know that. Yes. And you're a Canadian, too. You should a, know this. I'm a Canadian, yes. You should know this. Uh, from you're, Montreal. You're a brother Kanaka. <laughs> you should know this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, speaking of game one, let's get into game one. Uh, what, were your, what were your thoughts on uh, game one? 
Toronto came up on the giddy-up and decided to punch them right in their face from the opening tap. They came out running. They were hustling, playing the Warriors game. And I thought that the Warriors got Toronto right where they want them, but we all were wrong. Toronto, that stage was not too big for them. Toronto's goal this year was just to make it to the finals. Just make it to the finals. Chance. We'll see what happens. And see what happens. So they, once they made it to the finals, and you can tell that that team played so loose the entire finals. Mm -hmm. And I do think that the Warriors were sleeping on them, that the Warriors took this for granted that it was going to be a W. I really do believe that. Yeah, uh, well, Siakam dropped 32 points. He outplayed Draymond Green that game. Like, uh, it, it was like Draymond who, I mean, the way that you see Draymond play and imposing his will, Siakam was doing that yeah. to Draymond. Mm-hmm. And it was just an all-around game. I remember uh, my previous podcast, episode 23, you know, I predicted that uh, Toronto would win game one. Because I was like, okay, Golden State, they got like nine days off. They were going to go. They were going up against Portland. Portland was trash. I'm sorry to say, but they were just trash in the Western Conference semifinals. You know, they had opportunities to, you know, win games, and they just blew it. Blew it big time that they did. They did it. But again, the Warriors it appeared to me that they just took game one for granted. That they yeah. were going to roll up. They were going to roll up in it's Toronto. Just and show just... up, roll up in Toronto is like, yo, I'm Steph Curry. I'm Clay Thompson. I'm Draymond Green. I'm Boogie. We got this. And that team was flowing when when Durant went down. Yeah. That team was flowing. That ball was moving. You see Draymond looking for shots. Mm-hmm. That team was looking very good. That team was looking like the exact same team when they won 73 regular season games back in 2016. It looked like that team. Do you think Boogie, because Boogie played game one, do you think he might have killed uh, chemistry a little bit? No, no, uh, no, no. I think Boogie Boogie fit right in. Now, Boogie yeah. is not at full strength coming off that Achilles. No. Not at full strength whatsoever. And... Then coming off the quad, so we did not have a full-strength boogie. And when yeah. you have an injury, especially in the lower extremities, from the waist down, it takes you like yeah, takes at least two seasons to get right. Well, I mean, he was a liability on the defensive end. <laughs> and then, like, I don't, I don't think he showed up game one. Game one, he was uh, – <laughs> I don't remember seeing him. I think Marcus Gasol, like, dominated him. <laughs> Gasol stretching the floor. They were leaving Gasol open with those open threes, and he was just banging them down. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I called for Gasol to get like a twenty-five and ten, but you know, he put up twenty points, so you know, good for him. Uh, I, I thought Kawhi was gonna have a big game, but you know, he got, he got twenty-three points. As as you see, it was an overall team effort by Toronto. In you know game one, and then all these games we're going to talk about. All these games, not to get ahead of ourselves, but all these games, there's three to four Toronto players that were in double digits, exactly. and that's how and that's how you go win a championship. Mm-hmm. Because on the other side, for Golden State, you know Curry got 34, and Clay got 21, and then you know you got Draymond got a 10 point triple double. So but. yeah, in game one, others didn't show up. Like Iguodala was quiet. Yeah. Livingston with his long mug. Livingston is just a, just a, just a Cleveland killer. 
he didn't show up in game one. Livingston had some better games as the series continued, but yeah. it was Iggy was a good player. But then when you have someone like Livingston, and he's not a bad player, was you know I always talk about him and his long mug and stuff, but yeah. he is a good player. But when you have those chipping players that are scoring in double digits yeah. and everything else is flowing and all your weapons are doing what they're supposed to be doing, it's very hard to take off a team. It's very hard to take off a team. Uh, so I also, I heard after game one that a lot of people were saying that, uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson didn't have the appropriate volume of shots because I think they only took 17 and 18 shots respectively. And maybe they should have probably took like 20 to 25. They probably took those shots for a reason yeah. or those lack of shots for a reason because Toronto's yeah. defense was no joke. Yeah. Toronto's defense was no yeah. joke. True. Uh, you want to get into uh, game two? Oh, this is your podcast, brother. Yeah, I, fo- I follow your lead. Let's go into uh, game two. Uh, game two, Steph Curry. So game two, the Warriors won. Uh, they tied up the series 1-1. And if I remember correctly, because the game I did, the game was a week or two ago, right? I Iguodala hit one of those like big threes to put him up. Like Toronto was down two. Right. And then uh, Iguodala hit, like, one of those, like, you know, shot clock right. buzzer beaters to put him up five actually, and basically put the game away. Actually, it was a pass by Livingston. Yeah. It was Livingston. Good hustle for the ball and kicking it out to, to Iguodala. Yeah. Ballers yeah. come and ballers show up and play. He hit that three and then, yeah. But in that game, the Warriors went on a historic 20-0 run between the second and third quarters. You had Curry with 23, Clay with 25, Draymond 17, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, yep. Cousins 11 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. All these stats have been provided to me by the D-Train, so don't want y'all thinking I'm just whipping these off the top of my head. I'm going to give them proper credit where credit is due. So D-Train, D-Train provided me these stats. Thank Only you. thing I added to D-Train's stats on Game 2 is that you said Kawhi Leonard had 17 points and Fred Van excuse uh, me Kawhi Leonard had 34 Kawhi points. Had 34. Fred Van Vliet had 17 points. Yeah. And I just went on to the box score and Lowry had 13 and yeah. and Siakam had had 12. And I just wonder that's, that's why you see how they they lost only like two guys. It was Kawhi and Fred. Well, but still, you still have four players yeah, that was in double, double digits. Double digits, And yeah. yes, they lost the game, but they only lost the game by five. Yeah. No, it was a close game. Really close game. It was and, a close game. And if I'm remembering that game, there was there, – that game to me was – I just remember the Warriors – getting all of the officiating breaks. They got the benefit of the whistle. Yeah. And this team was getting the benefit of the whistle, and it's not on their home court. I've never seen a team that wow. was benefiting from the whistles mm-hmm. on the opposing court. Now, I'm not saying that the referees gave them the game. I'm just saying that that was that was unusual to see how many whistles they were getting on someone else's floor. Mm, interesting. And that's, that's the game. Cool. Yeah, that was the game. And, and that's the game that Clay, Clay, Clay hurt his hurt leg. leg. Yeah. Yep. And he was out. Hammy. Uh, ham, yeah, hamstring injury. And yeah, I mean, it was tough. Uh, I think t- Toronto was up most of that game until that third quarter run. Toronto was up. They were up m- at the first half. Most of these series. Yeah. I think they were up. Well, it was every game that they had a double digit lead. I believe Toronto. I believe it was every game they had a double-digit lead. Wow, domination. I believe so. Maybe not the last game, yeah. 
Yeah. But like oh, yeah, every, the last game was like wire to wire. Right. But like every game they had a but those five games, the first five games they had a double digit lead, so Yeah. Well, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let's uh get into game three, unless you have anything more to say on game two. We can go on to game three. All right. Uh so in game three, we shift to Golden State. Now originally it was so it was tied one one and I was like, there is no way you know, this is good for Golden State. Like, all right, you wanna, you obviously you wanna split. You know, when you, when you don't have home court. So you know, you're going back to the Oracle. You won game two. You barely won game two. But you won game two, and now you have home court advantage in the series. Yeah, exactly. Now, Clay Thompson didn't play. So, but you know, it was for precautionary reasons, like. Because, you know, they thought it was going to be a long series. You know, why play him in game three? So, you know, play him in game four. But in, in game three, Kawhi Leonard, uh, he dropped 30 points. Lowry had 23 points. The starting five had 106 points out of the 123 they scored. It was an overall team effort. You're not going to lose many ball games when you have a box score like that, let me tell you. Yep. And uh, on the other side for the Warriors... Steph Curry dropped 47 points, and Draymond Green dropped 17 points. And Igwe came with 11 points. Iggy came with 11. And after that game, I think I put on Facebook, or yeah. I tweeted it, but it's probably on Facebook, or maybe on both social media platforms. It's that now Steph Curry, after that game, was probably like, damn, this is how the King felt <laughs> every year. Because the King would show up, especially last year. Especially I, last year, that first game. That first game, the King. 51. 51 in an extra, in an overtime. Yeah. Because of J.R. Jerk once again. Oh, and he went back. You know, he's been like, damn. So, Steph, I mean, Steph was balling. 40, was. 40, he, 47 he points. 47 points. And you come home with the L. That's just... That's just Steph's not used to that. Yeah. Or the Oracle Oracle's not Oracle's used to that. Not Oakland's not used to that. Mm-mm. It was shocking. None of us is used to that. No. Steph Curry gonna score forty seven? That team Warriors are gonna win. Yeah. But it was an interesting forty seven because they were down double digits like that whole game. And he, you know, I think he barely made it close, maybe like a to like five or seven points. But, you know, he was like <laughs> They really needed that 47 or they would have got blown out. Yeah. And there's been a couple of times this year that they get that they did get blown out on their home court by 20 plus points. Yes, yes, I believe it happened. So that's what's happened. Matter of fact, I think Toronto might have been one of them. I think Toronto, Toronto Milwaukee. Yes, that's right. Boston. Toronto, that's right. They went out there and spanked uh, them on their own court. That's right. I'm not sure about Philly, but I know those three teams were. Right. And trust me, I remember when my Celtics went out to went out to Oracle and woo. That was one of the happiest days of my life. The Boston Celtics have been the biggest con artist to you for the past several seasons. And you're always you're, you're always picking them Celtics, yeah. and I'm telling you, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Hey, I, I'm going to make a Celtics reaction pod soon. <laughs> you know, reacting to this horrible season. I I refuse to wear Celtics gear right now until July. You know, until you know, maybe in free agency. Well, when you have that Celtic podcast, who are you going to put the majority of the blame on this season? 
has to go on Brad Stevens. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure that you're going to come correct. It's going Brad Stevens. You have to, because how can you – there's no such thing as having too much talent. Do you know how many teams would have loved to have the problems that the Celtics had? Too much talent? Too much talent? There's no such thing as too much talent. When the Celtics season went down, and I know this is a podcast about the finals and we shouldn't even be talking about the Celtics, but I'm not going to be on your Celtic podcast. The Celtics season was done, opening game, when Stevens decided to start – Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Gordon Hayward. When he decided to start Gordon Hayward, he had to, he had to come off the with a dev- the bench, with a man. devastating injury like that. Yeah, I did say about work him in there. I did say about ten minutes ago on that it's going to take at least two seasons to kind of like get right. Yes, and to have him starting with all those minutes, and meanwhile you got those those youngins. You got the, Tatum. You got the Tatum's Brown. Brown yeah, just proving. Well, they proved themselves, and now they got to take like a back seat. It was just that was was the worst. worst That was the worst thing, and I'm sure it did not help locker room morale. Nope. But trust me, soon that podcast is coming. We, I am your boy is going to rant. I'm going to drop rants about. Okay, I just want. I got I got tweets, Facebook, Facebook stuff that I've posted about Celtics being mediocrity this entire year. I am going to rant. I just wanted to make sure that you put the majority of the blame. Oh, it's on, it's on, definitely on. on Brad I mean, there's blame to go around, but he gets, uh, yeah. but he gets the majority of the blame. Agreed. Right, and remember, Agreed. just to remind the streamers out there that I was at a Celtics game this year when Milwaukee was in town, and Milwaukee just smashed them. Now that's when the Celtics bigs were injured; they had no rim protection, but yep. still, they were going to lose that game anyway, but, but that was a nice game. Yeah. For you, maybe, <laughs> but not for me. Alright, let's get into uh, so, before we go to game Game four, uh, to recap, you know, Steph now knows how LeBron feels, as you were saying earlier. It was funny. There's mad memes out there. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, Steph had a dominating performance. I think he shot like 50%, 50% from the floor. But it, as you see, it wasn't enough. was not enough. It wasn't enough. As Toronto beat Golden State in game three, 123 to 109. Uh, do you have? Do you happen to have the scores for all the games? I have the scores for all the games because you did not put the scores I, on this. I you did not put the I, scores I, on this rundown. <laughs> so I, you know what? You you just called yourself out because I gave you props <laughs> for having all this information. Yeah. I wasn't going to mention. I was not going to mention about the scores, but you didn't have the scores. So now that it's out there, that you have the scores. Yeah. We didn't say that the score for the first game was Toronto, one eighteen to one hundred nine. So I mean, I'm sure these people watch the NBA Finals. They watch it, but know, they but you they didn't. But your podcast is a very popular podcast. I see all of your followers that you have gained yep. over this season. I've seen all of the retweets you uh-huh. put out. You put out a podcast and get so many retweets. I'm always seeing you get 23 to 25 re- retweets. Your, your, your boy's on a podcast network. You are on a podcast network, and I give big ups for that. I give you props for that. Yeah. I retweet your podcast. You, so. you do so. So thank you for that. I'm I'll, very, I'm very absolutely. I repeat your podcast, and I'm just, and I'm not just someone who retweets. Yeah. I stream your podcast. He, he which is how I, which is how I know that you blew podcast number episode twenty. And I <laughs> was I stream twenty. I didn't. I didn't stream. I did not stream twenty in a timely manner because I went because I 
I've fallen behind on podcasts yeah. and television shows and stuff like that. I'm always forever behind in every aspect of my life. But I do catch up. And I go to the gym in the morning times, and I'm on the elliptical, and I like to listen to podcasts. So that's why I stream your podcast. And I was there just laughing at episode like, 20. I'm like, he, man he, is he got so it. He got everything right. He got everything wrong. Open three. What is he doing out here, man? <laughs> Yo, this boy, man. He I can't be envy. And did not even put it on Twitter. I even said, <laughs> I, I, I even tweeted you out. I'm like, I just streamed this podcast and he got it all wrong. I got, I got, I got roasted on Twitter, yo. I got roasted. I even told my coworkers, I'm like, yo, my guy, my guy roasted me on Twitter. He was like, you were straight wrong, straight wrong. But, but hey, I, I went back on the winning side. I predicted game one. I predicted, I predicted game one. That you did. I that, did. That you I did. Said Toronto was going to win game one. You did do that. You did say that. Yeah. But uh, to, before we move on to the next game, uh, game one score was 118-109 Toronto. Game two was 109-104 Golden State. Game three was 123-109? Yes. 109 Toronto Game four was... I thought you were going off memory, but no, you got it punched up on your celly, man. <laughs> oh, you don't? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm backwards. Okay. Oh, okay. I apologize. He did not have a punch up on his celly. He's he, he's looking on my rundown, but he's reading it upside down, which is a talent. One oh, uh, Game four was 105.92. We, we are in Studio B in Marlin Access Television. Yes, MATV, are. which is the Mass Baldwin, is 5.5 miles north of Boston. And we're down here in – I streamed a podcast the other day, and they made a comment about, well, you're not in the basement. So I have to tell you, this is a nice, cozy – we are Co- in the basement. Cozy. Well, well <laughs> saying that their podcast was not in the basement because they did their podcast on location. And oh, we're not in the basement this episode. I got to tell you, this is a nice, comfortable basement. They also made reference of this velvet painting. Now, the painting is like, eh, so I can agree with them on the painting. <laughs> like, you know, cause they were kind of like hating on the painting. Yeah. But this... But this is, you know, this is it's a, a nice, nice. It's a nice, cozy area. It's a nice, you know? co- it's a nice, cozy basement. So yeah, I mean, it's a nice time. You know, we have fun, make it lit. Yeah, you know, like Kawhi's turning up. <laughs> I'm so happy for Kawhi. Like, you don't even know how that that quiet man. Like, you know, he is living his life right now, and I'm just so happy for him. I am too. I am like, too. Well deserved. Well, he was well deserved. Like, he's like the humblest man I know. Kind of like myself a little bit. <laughs> JK, JK. I got no comment Your on that. Your boy got jokes. <laughs> boy got jokes. All right, uh, let's get into game four. Game four. <laughs> now, to be honest with you, right? Uh, most of these finals, I kind of fell asleep. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was I was really tired. <laughs> defense. Now I I watched like the the fourth quarters. Right. The fourth quarters I was up. You know, like come ten thirty, ten forty five, I was up watching the fourth quarter. Well, that's because you spend your weekends boozing it up. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe you stay off the henny for what's the while. You could stay up and watch these yeah. games. Nah, You're much younger than I am. I wasn't falling asleep. They, uh, they they working me too hard at work. 
Well, you could guzzle that henny, brother, but that hard work is that hard work is still going to be there. Hey, nothing wrong with a with a hard, honest day's work. Hard, honest day work. However, that saying goes, take nothing wrong with that. Yeah, ask Jr. for those hennies. <laughs> but game four, Kawhi led the boys with thirty six points. Yep, uh, Siakam got nineteen points, and each Serge Ibaka twenty points off the bench. Off the bench. Off the bench. Ooh. Again, they just. Team, total team effort. Again, they just took it to the champs. Now Clay came back this game, so yep, so resting that Hammy for that one game was obviously the right move to make he, because yeah. Hammy's a tricky, and mm-hmm. I've I've never pulled a hamstring. I strained a hamstring. Yeah. Now whenever people get injured in the hamstring and they're like, you know, oh, I pulled a hamstring. I pulled a hamstring. I was under the same mistake or. This misinformation that I and I'm and I'm not trying to make make this about me that I have pulled a hamstring, but no, I have strained a hamstring because I've witnessed somebody. I used to run track in high school and track in college, yep. and I was at the Dartmouth relays, mm-hmm. and there was this big guy just running this event. I forget what event it was, but it's a huge guy, and his hamstring popped, and the whole gym. Heard it. He went down crying like a baby. So when you when you when you pop your hamstring, it's a loud pop. So yeah. if you injure your hamstring, if it's not a loud pop, and this dude did not get up and walk in and be carried off. Mm-hmm. So the average person don't pop their hammies. They might strain their hammies. I strained my hammies a couple of times, yeah. but I never popped it. So what happened at Clay in the game two? He strained his hammy and mm-hmm. sat out game three. To give that hammy rest, which was obviously the right move to make. Yeah, you think? Uh, I think so. I think you're right. Uh, I mean, Golden State, like at that point, you could have lost the game because you, you know, you're tied one one. You know, what's the worst thing going down two one? But I thought game four, this game four, Golden State had to get this game, and they did not get it. Right, they had to get it. They, they had to get, get it. it. And you know what? You didn't put down on your rundown, but this was the game when Fred Van Fleet came up with that. When he got elbowed, he came oh, up and missing the tooth. Yeah, and yeah. And he got the scar? Up, yeah, stitches under his right eye. Yeah. Yeah, that was, but you know, that's giving it your all. He did. And that was the game that he came up, again, missing a tooth. Uh, yeah, he he, he balled. Uh, Fred Van Fleet reminds me of like one of those guys that like that. I like the gym. The who? The gym. The chipmunks? No, the gym. Oh, at the gym. Oh, it's like one of those one of those like gym rats. <laughs> That's what it reminds me. Of. But talk about somebody who showed up on the big stage. They all showed up on the they big all stage. Showed up. Yeah, they all showed up. But uh, yeah, on, on the other side, Curry got twenty seven points. Clay got twenty eight points. Draymond got ten points, twelve rebounds, and nine assists. And this game, Kawhi went off in the third quarter. Yes. Uh, I don't remember how many points he had in that quarter. I want to – yeah, I'm not going to guess. So, But he, I, I know he went off in that third hmm. quarter. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. He, he went on like a personal run by himself in that quarter. And, yeah, Golden, Golden State had to uh, get that game, and unfortunately they did not. Clay, uh, Clay was pretty good in that game, so, I mean, I don't know what happened. Well, we know what happened. They just lost to the better team. 
Yeah. This is basically Pretty what much, happened. Yeah. They lost to the better team. Yeah. I but, know I know we're breaking down each individual game, but yeah, we like said game, it, game by game, but yeah. we said at the top of this podcast they that they lost. just lost to the better team. Yeah. And that's all it was. I mean pretty much pretty much. Uh let's move on to game 5 cuz game 5 was uh a big game. Uh, game 5 was a big game. Game 5 completely shifted free agency for this past summer. It just all these teams were affected yes. by the mm-hmm. outcome, not even by the outcome within the first by the 12th minute yep. of game 5. Mm-hmm. The the domino effect or the or the the ripple effect yep. everybody almost the entire nba yeah. was affected by this now i went on record at my gym mm-hmm. i didn't tweet it i didn't put it on facebook and every time i go on record i tweet and put it on facebook so i didn't tweet and i didn't put it on facebook only because i forgot to so yeah. if you don't believe that i went on record then i then i don't blame you because i always make sure that i document it, immortalize it. But I said at the gym that day, if I'm KD, I do not play. Yeah, don't play. I actually, you texted me that after, I, after the game. He said, actually, why do you play? Yeah, actually, don't even play in the series. Now, the yeah. worst thing, before KD popped his Achilles, mm-hmm. I went on record to say that the, that the worst thing that could happen to KD was that the Warriors would win this series without him because that KD just really has to, has to go at that point. Yeah. He has to leave. That was the worst thing that could happen to him. So if they had lost that series, at least my man would not be having an Achilles injury. So yeah. he just yeah. he just should not have played. He That's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. I wish he did not play. Yeah. But I mean, now that that happened, I wish he didn't play. But at first, I wanted him to play. He was gone. He was out for too long, and yeah. and he wasn't even. When you're out with an injury, there's certain protocols to on your way back, and some of them is like playing playing like three on threes and practice with the team and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that one normally does, yeah, he wasn't doing. So I, I, he, I don't think he did it until like the last minute. Right, the last minute. So it's it's you know, yeah. that's just. I just wish that he didn't play. I just there was no need for him to play. Now, I don't know if he was pressured to play or if he was feeling some type of way. I just don't know. But you have, I think that we can agree that yeah. the top three players in the NBA, no matter what order you want to put them in, I have one particular order. You might have a different order. Yeah. LeBron James, the king, who I say is the best. Mm-hmm. KD. Yep. There's a lot of folks that say he's the best. I got KD at number two, and you got Kawhi at three. And the only reason why I have Kawhi at three is because I haven't seen a lot of Kawhi games because he was down there in San Antonio, so I didn't get to see a lot of a lot of his games. But you go through the town think, level uh, of, of all three. Actually, I'm, I, I think I would agree with that. Okay. But, like, I, I for, <clears throat> like during the season, I would maybe have put in Giannis at three, but – now that you know the you, playoffs happen, you got to show up in the postseason, brother. You know well, that. Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what that's what, you have yeah, to show that's what up. I'm saying. So the point that I was getting at is that Kawhi, when they put on what do they call it? The two words: minute management or game load, man- management. load management. Yeah, load management. Hashtag load management yeah. is going to be the trend for next season. You watch. It was the trend. I was joking about that with LeBron. <laughs> was he? He was on load management. Kawhi knows his body, yeah. and 
didn't care what the Spurs doctors had to tell him. He went to his own doctors. Mm-hmm. You know your body. Yep. So, yes, he played nine games the season before. He yep. missed 22 games this year. But it all worked. It, it all worked. It worked out. It all worked. So, KD, he already had his two rings. Mm-hmm. He already had his both finals MVP. Yeah. He just should not have played. I hated to see when he went down. He just should yeah, not have played. That, I, that was awful, but, like. I wanted him to play because I felt like he could have changed the series. He he alone could have changed. He alone, if he didn't get hurt, he alone could have changed the series, and they could have put. Now there's no ifs, but they could have potentially won three straight. This is what would have happened. They would have won that game. Yeah. They needed all of KD's eleven points to win that game because they won that game by one one hundred six to one hundred five. Mm-hmm. KD stays healthy. Yeah, they win that game. Yeah. Then they fly back to Golden State. To, to Golden State. But Nick Nurse, who doesn't get the credit that I think he should get, yeah. he's a really excellent coach. He, he likes to make those adjustments. He made that one boneheaded move that we're going to talk about very soon. Mm-hmm. I believe Nick Nurse would have made the adjustments, yeah. and they would have still beaten him in Oakland. In o- oh, I in don't know Oakland. about that. In Oakland. They in Oakland? They would have beat Well, they swept him this year in Oakland. Yeah, yeah, they swept them. They sw- and Durant was on the court. Durant was on the floor in Oakland. Oh, in the regular season? Well, they beat him in Oakland regular season, but they went out there and put the beat down on by 20 points that we had mentioned earlier. Durant yeah. played that day. I, I don't know if they're winning in Oakland, but. <laughs> oh, well, if, if ifs was a fifth, we'd yeah. all be drunk, which yeah. is how you spend your weekends. <laughs> we'd all be drunk. So, <laughs> But unfortunately, Durant did go down. Durant went down, and uh, prayers out to him. Speedy recovery for, you know. His uh, Achilles injury, and I and Durant set that tone. The Warriors were flying high that game, and Durant set that they tone. They couldn't miss. Could not miss whatsoever. They couldn't miss from three. I was like, when are the Warriors gonna miss a shot? And then when Durant went down, you know they were like, we got to pull this one. We got to win this for KD. That just changed their mentality. Yeah, and they're on an adrenaline rush. Yeah, but that. They're not going to be able to maintain that adrenaline rush for the duration of the season, mm-hmm. especially against a team that had that. This team was not scared of them whatsoever. They stood nose to nose yep. and punched the champs right in the mouth. They did. And then that, uh, as we were talking about that game, uh, Steph Curry got 31 points. Clay got, Thompson got 26 points. Durant got 11 points in 12 minutes. On the other side, Kawhi got 26 points, Lowry got 18 points, and Gasol got 17 points. So Durant came back, but he only played 12 minutes, as I said earlier. And uh, let's go into that Nick Nurse thing that happened in the uh, fourth quarter. Before going to Nick Nurse, I just want to wrap this up about KD. I yeah. said that he shouldn't have played, but if you're, but if KD's going to play, then he shouldn't have started. He should have just come off so. the bench. Yeah. He should have just come off the bench. You could just watch that like at least get one game under his belt yeah. with that with that, that calf, with that, that calf, calf of the injury. Yes. Yeah, so That's interesting. Yeah, he that that's why I would have done. Okay, so he played those 12 minutes. So he went off those 12 minutes. Yeah. So like like why couldn't they have sit him down like like Take a little breather or something like that. Just say, you know, watch that calf. You think he should have been on like a minutes restriction? I think he should have been on a minutes restriction. I think that he should not have started. Yeah. He should not have started. They were all high and 
then adrenaline was flowing because KD had came back anyway. So, again, I go on the record and say that he shouldn't have played. But if you're going to play him, then don't start him at, just so you can monitor his minutes and stuff. And certainly if you're going to start him when he came off the jump like that, boom, boom, boom. I mean, if he can heat up just like that yeah. without playing for several weeks, mm-hmm. sitting him out for a couple minutes here or there wasn't going to do anything. It was not going to be deterrent. It wasn't going to affect his game. Yeah. That's just one person's opinion. Okay. But, yeah, but Nick Nurse, go Nick on. Nick Nurse, <laughs> he killed the momentum. He killed the momentum. Uh, he called a timeout when Kawhi went on a personal 10-0 run. And then, you know, by calling this timeout, he gave, the you know, the Warriors a breather, you know, gave Steve Kerr, you know, to talk to his team, you know, let them compose themselves. And after that, they went on a 9-0 run. Uh, Clay and Steph in a 1-minute 30. And, yeah. That was that was basically the game. I guess he thought that Kawhi was gassed. Like I, I yeah. guess Nick Nurse That's thought that I've Kawhi heard, was yeah. gassed. But you just don't call a timeout. You don't call you don't, a timeout you, like that. You don't wreck your flow. No. If a timeout's going to be burned, you better let Steve Kerr burn that timeout. And, I, and what also I heard was, I don't know if it was from him, but he was like, well, we had a timeout to kill, so why not call it? But, like, that's momentum changing right there. Right. You don't. You know. You got to save those timeouts. You got to strategically call timeouts. Yeah. And if you're going to call a timeout to stop a flow, that happens all the time. But you never call a timeout to stop your own team's flow. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. You don't stop your own team's flow. Like, but yeah. that was the only blunder that he did, like this entire playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. The only blunder that I could remember. Yeah. Definitely only blunder of this, this finals. finals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he made some good adjustments. I, I saw him uh, start Fred Van Fleet in the second half over Danny Green. So, you know, that was good. Mm-hmm. You know, Fred was giving it to Steph Curry, and he was a really good defender on Steph Curry. Yes. So, you know, prop, props to uh, Nick Nurse. And it was his first, uh, because he's usually an assistant coach, so it was his first coaching gig. So, you know, congratulations to him. Congrats all around. Um, He's a, he's a cool guy. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the, the, the there's like a like Mike me <laughs> with Nick Nurse and Kawhi Leonard. Oh, it's funny. It's funny. But yeah, uh, Golden State won that game. They also had uh, 23 pointers and they only won by one, uh, 106 105. As I said, they needed all 11 of Kevin Durant's points. They really did, though. <laughs> they really did. That's the you know funny part. They really needed all of Durant's points. KD scores ten points. That game goes overtime. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so at that point, the series was three two. Toronto could not close out on their home court. They're going back to Oracle. You know. You could argue that maybe Golden State had the momentum at the end of the game, but as you find out in Game Six, you know we'll get into that. But yeah, I don't say that they had the momentum. They certainly had the adrenaline rush. But yeah. this Toronto team, they well, played I mean, better at that, at that point. At that point, when the game ended, I was like, okay, you know, Toronto kind of like screwed up, like. The Warriors are going to come in, you know, the Warriors are going to, you know, actually win a home game and it's going to be tied 3-3. There's this guy, Bob, at the gym. He's an older guy. And he was saying, you know, Nesta, 
that Golden State's going to take it tonight. I said, nope, Toronto's going to close out in Oracle. It's going to yeah. close them out because this Toronto team was a damn good team. This team plays better on the road. They do. Play better on the road. They do. It's, I, I don't know how, but they do. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, yeah. Wow. So yeah. I knew it was going to close out. Now, if this had gone a seventh game, yeah. Then I would have said that the momentum did switch to the Warriors. I still would have said Toronto. I, I would have went Toronto if it won seven. I still would have said Toronto. Because KD was out. But I would have had some concern because yeah. it's like, are they going to choke? Are those butt cheeks going to get tight when the lights are shining the brightest? Yeah. But it never went to game seven, so. That's good. They closed them out in six. Closed them out. Did Kawhi ever go game? Yeah, no, he did. He go, He he lost the game seven in um, Miami. Right. And then the very next year, he and went back one and, five. One and five and became finals MVP. Yep. Slayed two dynasties. Yeah. But uh, let's get into uh, game six now, the closeout game. Closeout game in Roracle. Last game in uh, that building ever. Clay was going off, and Clay can heat up just like that. And He was um, eight for 12. Yes. Eight for 12. He, 30 points. 30 points. 30 points. Goes down with city. goes down with an ACL. He, I believe he would have came close to fifty. Yeah, I, I believe that. You know, he might have put, he might have dropped a fifty burger, a fifty burger. He might have. He might have. Yeah. It was just you hate to see that type of injury. So he went down with an injury. And the thing is, who was defending him? That I, I forget who. When was it Green? I think it was Green that went to. To yeah, Green it, Green defended him on that shot that he tore the ACL. Yes, and that was not a dirty play whatsoever. Clay just hung on that rim a little bit too much because the momentum and then he just came down yeah. on that on oh, that he shot leg a, round. Shot a three. Wasn't he just, it? it was a three. No, Clay oh. came down for the dunk. He uh, went for the dunk. He missed. Yeah. He missed the dunk. It it it, it bounced out. Yeah, <clears throat> the dunk the dump rimmed out. So he mm-hmm. came down because when he dunked it, he held on to the to the rim mm-hmm. and the momentum. So that's where he landed and. Yeah. that ACL. And once he landed, I'm like, ooh, he's done. But then when I seen him walk, because he was helped to the back. Yeah. But then they said if he doesn't shoot those free throws, that he was done for the game. So mm-hmm. he walked he back walked out back and to shoot those free throws. Free throws. Yeah. And then he ran back on defense. Well, I should say he limped back on defense and then called for them to 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 take him out. Yeah. And then I thought maybe he was coming back in the game because in the back it was reported that he was jumping around and stuff trying to come back in the game. But next yeah. thing you know, we got the we got the word that was a – ACL. Torn ACL. He was done. That's really tough. Yeah. Really, really tough. Uh, but Siakam dropped 26 and 10. Kawhi got 22. Lowry got 26 points, 10 assists. And Fred Van Vliet got 22 points. On the other side, we said Klay uh, Thompson got 30 points. Iguodala got 20, 22 points. Curry got 21 points. And Draymond got 11 points, 13 assists, and 19 rebounds. And as as we keep uh, stressing, it was basically an overall effort by Toronto. A complete team win. Comple- complete team win. Uh, we said Clay goes down at the end of the third. He tore his ACL. But to start the game, Lowry went on a personal 11-0 run to start the game. Yeah, when I saw that, it just confirmed what I had said to Bob at the gym, yeah. that Toronto was closing it out. Yeah. It was closing that out, so. Yeah, and then uh, Steph missed the uh, game-winning shot. 
There's a stat on Steph Curry that you probably know because they've been oh, saying Oh, he all was the time. 0 for 8. He's 0 for 8 yep. when the game is but the last like nine seconds or something like that when it's to either tie or tie or, or go ahead. Or, or go ahead. Last, yeah, nine, tie or 20 seconds. Something, something like, like that, that, yeah. And that's just, and that's not a good stat. Superstar is supposed to close this out. Yeah. And that shot was a tough shot, but it's not a tough shot for Clay. It's not a tough shot for Steph. Those yeah. those are routine shots for them. Yeah, I mean, that's a shot he probably makes nine times out of ten. He nine times. He, he, make he makes it ten out of ten times in the regular season, yeah. zero out of ten times in the finals. See, this is my thing against, uh, well, I mean, Steph Curry, he he went off this finals, so I have to give props for him. But my my thing was, like, he usually struggles in the finals. You know, let's see. You know what's gonna happen, you know, with him. I mean, he, he, you know, he, he, he did his best. He did his best. You know, he averaged like, I think twenty, at least twenty-five a game, something like that. His best was not good enough. Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> Basically, it's three or four guys against the team. So. And where have we seen this before? We've seen this the past four years straight. Yep. With the King and Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland, the King. Well, the roles got switched. It was a role reversal. But, yeah, uh, Toronto wins their first NBA championship. And good for them. Good for them. It's just very, very happy. And it's it's really good for the NBA, too, as, you know, an international team wins something. Absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's really good. I mean, I didn't believe it. But, hey. Nobody believed it. I see, I see it. I see it with my own <laughs> eyes. So, but yeah. yeah. You know, hammering the point, Toronto was the better team. <laughs> and, yeah. Masai Ujiri, before we go into our takeaways. Masai Ujiri with that, with that gamble. He took that gamble. He treated Kawhi right. The whole organization treated Kawhi right. Yes. And... Sometimes you just have to break up a team or get rid of certain pieces. So he got rid of their main player last year. DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, who's best friends with Kyle Lowry, got rid of him. They got rid of Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year, Dwayne Casey. They got rid of him. John. Took that gamble, and it paid off for him. And I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for him. I feel so bad for DeRozan, though. He was like the scapegoat. Like, it's tough. It is what it is, but if you're at the park and you're picking teams, yeah, and you could either pick Kawhi or DeRozan, who are you going to pick? You're going to take Kawhi all the time, all day, all the time. Yeah. It's like not even a debate, no. all the time. And that's what they did, yeah. and that's what they did. You make this gamble to bring home a title, yeah. and that's what you did. And mission that's what complete. They mission complete. Mission complete. Yeah, mission complete. He'll never have to buy another drink in that country. No. The entire country. Right. Neither does Kawhi. Kawhi don't have to pay for anything in that country. It's a profit. <laughs> now, my question to you is, do you think other GNs are going to follow in that, in that way? Professional sports, is a, they're all copycat league. Yes. So I don't know about that. But what I do know that it was nice to see that, yet, that a team can still win with just one superstar. That's what I like. And a team. It was a team thing. One superstar and a team. As long as everybody else shows up. Everybody has to show up and contribute. Mm -hmm. As we said, 
the Raptors, every game, they had three to four players in double digits, yep. in double digits. Yes. And they were evenly distributed. Uh-huh. Kawhi was only the leading scorer in two of the six games. So in one-third of the games, he was leading scorer. Yeah. And also, also to mention, uh, he got finals MVP, well-deserved, mm-hmm. offensive and both defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, was it was it like a hundred percent Kawhi, or did you have someone else in mind? A hundred percent Kawhi, hundred percent Kawhi. Now I know that Van Vliet got a vote, yeah, and I believe he got a vote from Herbie Herbie Brown. I think Herbie Brown was the one that voted for Van Vliet. Oh, Hubie Brown. Hubie, Hubie Brown, yeah, Herbie. Yeah. Hubie Brown voted for Van Vliet, and uh, Hubie Hubie has forgotten more basketball than I'll ever know, <laughs> but. He must have been drinking tap water or maybe smoking them left-handed cigarettes. Crawdads are bad. Puff, puff, pass. I don't know what he saw, but. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely think it was Kawhi. Kawhi, Kawhi hands down. And uh, props to him, second and finals MVP. Uh, only LeBron for two different franchises. Only LeBron and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I believe. Yes, Kareem did it for the. Milwaukee Bucks yes. in the in the 70s, maybe 72 or something like that, mm-hmm. 72, 73, one of those seasons. And then, of course, he did it for the L.A. Lakers. Yep. LeBron, the king, did it for Miami and did it for Cleveland. And Kawhi, the third, for San Antonio and for the Raptors. But Kawhi is the first to do it in both conferences. Yes. 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 Yeah. True. Uh, what, 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 well, we did talk about takeaways. What do you think the turning point of the series was? I don't even think that there was a turning point. I just think that they just lost. They flat out lost they to the better like, team. Yeah. They just flat out lost to the better team. They had I, their chances and stuff. That, yeah. there, there was no turning point. No. And if I was to stretch and say that it was a turning point. I think tur- it might have been game in game three or game four. I would say even before the series start that, I believe that the Warriors thought that it was going to waltz in. I mean, when yeah. you when you listen to the to the post game press conference, yeah. it, Steve Curry, Steve Curry, Steve Kerr, basically said it. You know, my guys were not ready. They think they could just waltz in. Not in these exact words, but you can yeah. read between the lines. This team, our team, thought that we could just waltz in yeah. and just win. Toronto is no joke. And it's funny how much disrespect they're getting. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Vegas odds for next year. <laughs> but, but, I have not seen the Vegas odds, but I'll tell you what disrespect that Toronto's getting. Toronto won. We both said the better team won. Yes. But all we've been hearing afterwards is just Golden State. Mm-hmm. What's KD going to do? Yeah. Would the series been different if KD played? Mm-hmm. Clay is down. Is the dynasty over? Yeah. They're going to San Francisco. It's all about the losers. They <laughs> lost. They yeah. lost. They yeah, lost. I think about Toronto. I think that's the disrespect right there. I, I think so too. And I'm sorry. I'm going to ask you those questions too. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I I, pro, I mean, props to Toronto. Props to them. Uh, my my next question was. I, I mean, I know you don't think this, but a lot of people think the championship was tainted. <laughs> I've waited all podcasts to get to this question right here. <laughs> yeah. This championship was not tainted. Tell you what, I will say that this championship is tainted if 
folks go on the record and say that Golden State first championship was tainted. I, I would definitely agree with that. You know, they, that they, first, faced, they faced LeBron. There was no Kevin Love. Or they, Kyrie Irving. Or Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Only, Irving played that first game. He got hurt. Got hurt in overtime yep. because that David Black, Black, Black. that David Black, Black. <laughs> didn't do any type of load management, and Kyrie was gone. So when it was LeBron James yeah. and the second best player Matthew is, is Matthew Delafon. How does Stephen A. Smith Matthew Delafon? <laughs> Even then, that team was up two one yeah. on the Warriors. Yeah. So if this title is tainted, then the, the first Warriors' first title is tainted. So, no, I don't think I don't think it was tainted. You so know. so my so that's the long winded answer. The short winded yeah. answer to that is, hell's no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I agree. You know how, how can you say a, t- a championship is tainted? You know you won at the end of the day. Like injuries happen. You know injury like like we were saying like injuries happened to Cleveland that first year. You know what about the the Draymond suspension the next year after that? You know. Things that happen. It just happens. Draymond is a hothead, and he knew that he had all those technical fouls, and to step over the king like that, that was disrespectful. So Draymond knew what he was doing. No sympathy there whatsoever. At that point, you're a defending champion. No sympathy whatsoever. You're a defending champion because you came off of a title. If there was any title that was tainted, it would have been that title. I I, I 100% agree. And when they beat them, I never thought – when they beat them, when when the Warriors beat – Cleveland that first time I wasn't saying that it was tainted it was I was just saying damn they didn't face Cleveland at full strength they've only got them but that's the way the ball bounces and I'll even go one further to to refresh your memory when the Warriors won that first title every team that they faced had an injury had an injury yes one of their weapons was injured so Uh it was I remember it was it was just how it was just how injuries roll so and they that first year they avoided the Clippers and they avoided the Clippers it, it, it was just how the injury, yeah, the, the injury got just laid out, and this team has been healthy for five years. So mm-hmm. it's, so yeah, it was just it. it this just was not their time. No, I that's all it was. But yeah, I w- balance out a little karma. I waited all podcasts to get to that question. <laughs> <laughs> also, the as we said, the Warriors did not win a game this season at Oracle Arena. Against the Raptors, no. Nope. Against the Raptors, yeah, yeah. Zero and four, yes. Zero and one in the regular season. Zero and two in the regular season because they lost in Toronto and zero and three in the finals. They got swept out of their own arena by the Raptors. Yeah, by we the North, <laughs> we the North. And it's just every year. This is the fifth year. This is the fifth year in the row that a celebration was had at Oracle. Three of the five was for the home team. But yeah. Cleveland celebrated because that game seven. Oh, was game it? seven, yeah, game that seven. was the Oracle. Yes, and this is the only postseason. This is the only finals that the Warriors did not have home court because yeah. had had Milwaukee won, Milwaukee would have home. Milwaukee would have had home court. So yeah. that was very interesting. Now they have to, they have to win on the road. They did win on the road. They did take back home court, but yeah, again, they I, lost to the better I, team. I, speaking of Milwaukee, I always thought Toronto was the better matchup for the Warriors than Milwaukee, and. 
thankfully that's what we got. Because like if you look at Milwaukee, it's just Giannis, and then you have to. It's basically the Warriors 2.0. Giannis is basically the Orlando Magic of 2009. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I, I didn't know how that was gonna work against the Warriors because especially like Giannis is not as clutch as Kawhi is. Right. So. Right. You know, I mean, you got those. Wow. I mean, we saw we saw Toronto versus Milwaukee. We saw what happened. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> and again, Nick Nurse making the adjustments. Yeah. Milwaukee won the first game. Nick Nurse said, "Okay, Kawhi, you're going to take their best player and took him out of took him out of the series. Took him out of the series. Giannis still got his points. He still got decent points, but yeah. we all know Kawhi can play defense. Yes, he is. Best best two way. Uh, best two way player. You got that. Best way two two way player." Now, I have to ask you, do you think the Warriors dynasty is over? I don't know about that. Nobody in their right mind would expect them to go to the finals next year. No. There's going to be. It still could be a dynasty. They go like maybe in three years from now. There's going to be no Durant. No matter whether he signs or not, there's going to be no Durant. Yes. Clay's expected to come back like February, March, something like that. Will they make the playoffs? I don't know. The West is. The West has always been kind of tough. They dropped some key games. So is the dynasty over? I don't know. Now, the experts will tell you after a year that they'll be right back there. Mm -hmm. But these players are two years older. Granted, they're young. What's KD going to do? Is Boogie still? They're getting old. Steph's like 30. Is is Boogie going to be there? I think Steph is turning 30. So I I think he's turning 30. I think think Durant is the youngest player. Out of that group, be, I'm sorry, the oldest out of that group being 31 years old, I I think of Durant's 31. Yeah. Or will be 31. I think Steph will be 30. It's like mm-hmm. a year difference between all yeah. of them. But Steph, Steph had some bad ankles in his. He's had baby. some bad ankles, but those ankles have not been giving him any problems for the past five years. No. So he's gotten over that. So is the dynasty over? You don't know what the NBA is going to look like in two years. Yeah. So... And if the dynasty is over, do you think it was a? Well, you got two out of five. You got three out of five. Oh yeah, three out of five. Yes, you got three, three out, of out, five. out of five. That's pretty good. And it should have been. Could have been four. Should have been, been all no. five. <laughs> you know, it's they. They they were fortunate to win their first one, as we said moments ago. They were fortunate to win their first one. Yes. They lost their second one. Mm-hmm. They had to get help. A 73 regular season team had to get the ultimate answer. Trayvon cried in the bucket lot. You had a team that couldn't take out the team. You had a team that could not take out the king. Yep. And you had the second best player on the planet that couldn't even face the team, the king. So oh. why? So why not join forces? Yeah. Join join forces. So now the one championship that they out and out beat them was last year because there was no Kyrie. Love did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know how well, many. The, 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah last year. Last I don't know year. how many times I can say Jr. Jerk. Yeah, Hood didn't show up. Other dude didn't. N- none of them showed up. Yeah. None of them showed up. But I think Cleveland had a squad in 2016. They had a squad in 2016. I, I think, think they. I think they had a squad last year, but none of those guys showed up. Yeah, if no, those guys had a, if those guys had a showed up, yeah. maybe Golden State would have still won, but it would it, not have been it, a swept. It would have been sweep. It, it would not like one or two games. It would not have been a swept. If J.R. Jerk didn't do what he did, yeah. they would have got game one. They would have game one, stole a game, and you never know what could happen. Never know. All right. Well, uh, we talked about the NBA Finals. 
And but we had some recent news over the weekend. Uh, Anthony Davis finally got traded. I'm not gonna say fine. He finally ended up on the Lakers. We all knew he was gonna end up on the Lakers. That's where he wanted to go. Yeah, I mean, when he signed with Rich Paul, we knew it was inevitable. So, uh, the Lakers trade Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. Uh, this year's fourth round pick and two. So they got three first, three first round picks uh, for Anthony Davis. Your your thoughts. Davis went to where he wanted to go. Yes. The King is happy. What do you think about this trade that what I was hoping that would not happen? I was hoping that they would not trade Lonzo Ball. I want to see Lonzo. Lonzo. I, I want to see Lonzo stayed in LA. Lonzo has a high basketball IQ. Lonzo, Lonzo can see that court. He's long. He can get rebounds. The only thing, the only flaw in Lonzo's game is that he has that ugly shot. He has to work on that shot. Yeah. But you're on the floor with the king. You just come down and you handle that rock. Come down and just hit the king. Hit, it, hit him in hit, the post. Yes. Hit AD. So I hated to see Lonzo go. But yeah. Lonzo's been in the league for two years, and he's been injured for two years as well. See, my thing was I was really happy that the Lakers kept Kuzma. Yeah. I think that was huge. Yeah. like Yeah, they wasn't going to let Kuzma go. They, they, let him they go. ended up keeping Kuzma. And like you know, previous trades during that throughout the season, they were offering all the kids, and you know they managed to keep. I think Kuzma is like the best one right like right now. Yes, he is the he best is. right now. He probably doesn't have the the highest upside like you know, and he, Ingram has blood clot issues. Yeah, so he has to come back from that. But I don't know. I was telling I was telling my friends, uh, this basically guarantees LeBron another championship. <laughs> it does. Uh, well, maybe within the next two years. I, I'm not going to say ne- I, I think ne- next year is their window, but I, I think this guarantees LeBron a championship before he retires. And you could be right. I mean, we all know that it's scripted anyway. All major sports <laughs> are scripted. All, all professional sports are scripted with the exception of professional wrestling, which is 100% legit. We all know this anyway. Yes. But you don't know what team is going to come out of the East next year. We don't. You, you don't. But you still Chance got LeBron. LeBron's averaging twenty-seven, seven and seven, and you got you got Anthony Davis. I never root against a king, unlike you and everybody else that I know. You're the, again, you're the second biggest LBJ hater that I know. Yeah, and you had the biggest hater on your podcast several podcasts ago. I made the connection because I think you two should get together and have a podcast, and you, and you had an excellent podcast. Even though the Magic Man, even even though he was. <laughs> Want to talk about somebody who's massaging the truth? Oh Lord, have mercy! Want to talk about somebody with re, with revisionist history? Yes, Magic, I'm talking to you. I know you be streaming this podcast. I'm talking about you. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Matter of fact, I demand that we have a podcast that you that you host a podcast. Yes, with both me with it. both me and Magic on we this need, podcast because yeah, because Magic doesn't like to tell the whole story, <laughs> the whole completed story. He just doesn't. Yes. I love Magic. Magic's my fam. He's like he's a younger brother to me. Yeah, but Magic. Again, he likes to massage that truth. He does. He likes to not tell the tell the complete story, mm. you know. So he has several. He has several years on you, so he can tell you these stories, and you'll buy it because again, that commonality you guys have a hating the king, but <laughs> magic. You want to talk about somebody? Truth massager. Truth massager. Matter of fact, next time, next time I. I might leave this podcast and just tweet at him, pants on fire. Pant, hashtag pants on fire. 
Yeah, but I don't even know how we got into that. I don't know how we got into that either, but Lakers are looking good. Lakers are looking good. They actually have the Vegas odds of winning next year. The King, AD, and the thing about this, AD wanted to play with LeBron. You have have all these superstars reportedly or allegedly don't want to play with the King. AD wants to be there. AD's 26 years old, so he'll play this season. He'll sign a long-term contract for the five-year max. They got AD. The Lakers got AD. AD for six seasons. We yeah. know LeBron's there for three more seasons. We don't know what LeBron's going to be like four years from now, yeah. five years from now. We don't know, but the Lakers are in really good shape. They're, they're and the primed. Lakers the Lakers always have a history of getting the big man that they want. They don't draft big men, but the big man always ends yeah, up on their team. Always, end always ends up on their team. Now, I'll, before we close out, what what a lot of people, you know, to play devil's advocate against the trade, they're always saying AD's hurt. You know, he hasn't played a full season. You know, your, your thoughts on that? Because they went over his numbers today. He didn't play a full season th- this year. His 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 production rate was down. Yes, quote unquote down. And his production rate being quote unquote down, he was still dropping twenty one points. So he went from. 27, 28 to 21 points. Yeah. Same amount of rebounds, basically. He actually went up in assists. He averaged four assists this game, this this season. So this down year, he's still producing. Yeah. Big man, skilled, 26 years old. The Lakers are in a win-win situation. Well, well my, my thing is, like, you know LeBron's coasting on defense, so... <laughs> Well, they said now that LeBron can actually play better defense. He can actually get up on this guy. And he the could guy, because you don't have to worry about the paint. You don't have to worry about it. Does not he have got to, AD backing up the paint. Ooh. Does not have to worry about it. And, Blocked. And LeBron, we all know LeBron never had that dominant big man on, on any one of his teams. No, it, it was always a late guy. Like, you know, Sedrunas was old. They got Shaq when he was in his 30s. Right. You know, I mean, Kevin loves like uh, Kevin loved Chris Foster more, you know. More fours, they're like you know, spread the floor. AD can spread the floor too. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I, I like them on the offensive side. I like them on the defensive side. My, uh, before we close the podcast, though, I want to uh, a lot of. I, I really don't think the Lakers need to get that third guy. I really think if they just sign some veteran pieces, because I think they they have twenty plus million in uh, cap room. So, you know, sign some sign some vets, you know, to the team. Keep Rondo. And I say you keep Rondo, I say you keep Lance Stevenson because I like I like, like when Lance, Lance be da- I like when Lance be dancing. <laughs> like when Lance, Lance be, be dancing. dancing. You need a dancer. This is yeah. LA. This is Lala, baby. You need a dancer. So okay. keep Lance, keep Rondo. Yeah. There's uh, JaVel McGee. I like him. Keep McGee too, you know? It's you just need just one piece. It could be a secondary piece, and yeah, because I, I, think, I think you just need some, you know, scoring off the bench and some shooters, and you're, you're all set. And you can find and you can find those around the league. You know, there was actually talking about actually talking about maybe a Jimmy Butler, but then they were talking about maybe Butler would go to Milwaukee. But well, I heard Jimmy wants the max, so you got to take a pay cut. I, I know that the, the, the Lakers are targeting Kemba Walker. That's what I don't think. I don't think. They should go that route because when all right, you have three guys, but what's around the team? Right. So, but yeah. But uh, the West is wide open next year. 
pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because pretty much. I thought this was Houston's window before the trade, but <laughs> with the Lakers, that trade now might be them. Well, Chris Paul is trending in the right direction. He did not get injured this postseason. No, so he did not. So but, he's, he's trending in the right direction. But, there's but of course, but yes, th- there's the age component and there's friction with there's Harden. Friction with Harden. So, all right. Is there anything you want to add before we close out? I just want to say that I really enjoy streaming your podcast. Oh, thank, thank you and, so much. Yes, and we're gonna do WNBA soon. I'm gonna have a WNBA podcast, and we're I su- talk women's basketball. And I support that. I don't get a chance to watch a lot of WNBA, so I really look forward to streaming your podcast so I can keep current and what's going on in the WNBA. Yes, yes. Well, I just want to thank you, Nestor Dudley, for coming on the pod today. It, it was awesome. It's always a great podcast with you. You know, I was... Because I keep you honest. <laughs> you always keep me laughing. I'm always laughing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can follow the Make It Rain podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Make It Rain Pod. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Stitcher, Google Play. At, uh, you can search the Make It Rain podcast uh, if you want to add anything. Go ahead. Nesta Dudley, you can follow Nesta Dudley on Twitter, at Nesta Dudley Twitter, and we tweet about a whole bunch of different things. I have my own podcast, which is Beyond the Rim, which discuss anything Beyond the Rim stuff. So if you want to check out my podcast, you can go to the website, btrmike.com. I also have a television show around the rim where I talk about a recreational basketball league in Malden, Massachusetts, the Malden Neighborhood Basketball League. Have a YouTube channel for that. So you can hook, look up your man, Nestor Dudley, on YouTube. And you can have access to that YouTube channel. And on that YouTube channel, it does have my podcasts as well. But once again, this is not about promoting my podcast. This is about being a part of this podcast. And I've always enjoyed being a part of this podcast. And I look forward to coming back next NBA season to be a part of the future podcast. My man, he comes back always on Christmas or maybe before the season, you know, let's, maybe season predictions. Let's get, let's we got to get magic let's out Let's get there. magic on this podcast. Let's get let's magic on this podcast. Let's so do I, it. So I can keep him honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace out, everyone.